Now you are on the clock. Hey everybody, it's Darren Armani from FantasyMojo.com. Happy 4th of July to you. Haven't done a podcast in a while. It's been a couple months. But there's a few things going on right now. We just want to chime in about. We've got some drafts going on currently that we want to talk about. Uh, some news with the Pros versus Joes uh, draft challenge that is going to be happening at the end of this month. So I guess we'll just start with uh, the Pros versus Joes. As we mentioned on a previous podcast, to, to be a part of this as a Joe, there's a lottery system. And the pool of people that are eligible to be selected in the lottery comes from the early bird entrance to the FFPC main event. That deadline is coming up the end of Monday. So uh, Monday, July 6th, is the last day that you can sign up for the early bird for the FFPC main event. And for every entry that you sign up for, it basically represents one ping pong ball in the lottery. One interesting thing is we're moving actually from six leagues to seven leagues this year. So this means you got a better shot of, of getting into the competition with that one additional league. And that one additional league is also going to be using a slow draft uh, format. So uh, a lot of times it's it's tough for people to you know, make the live drafts. It doesn't always fit into your lifestyle. So we've got this one extra league. Um, only six people are going to be able to take part of that. But uh, it's a nice option to have for sure. Yeah, so get your uh, your registrations in for uh, the FFPC main event. It's it's only a $200 deposit when you register. So you don't have to commit the full, you know, there's discounts and whatnot. But uh, so you might be talking $1,800, $1,900 for the main event entry. There's there's quantity. Dis- you get $100 off for the early bird. And then you get $400 off for each additional team. So I think you could actually you'd be getting it down to maybe $1,300 um, per team for if you're, if you're doing additional teams or $1,400. Anyway, get over there, do the signups, and you will get into the lottery. So we should have the names of those people probably by midweek coming up. Uh, I guess Wednesday the 8th, I'll kind of set a, a tentative deadline for what for when we can um, for when those will be drawn. And I think what they might actually want to do is announce those on High Stakes Fantasy Football Hour. So even though y- you might not hear about it until that Friday, uh, and internally we might have those names in it. We got to get a jump on things because the drafts will be coming up pretty quickly. That first draft is on July 28th, I believe, which should be Sunday. Actually, no. July 26th, 26th, 27th, and 28th. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is the first week of, of uh, the drafts. And then there's three more drafts the following week, August 2nd, August 3rd, and August 4th. So that is all going to be happening pretty rapidly once we get the drawings going. I think in the last podcast, at that time, we had only named two of the pros that were going to be participating in this event. But since then, it's pretty much all filled out. So I'll just quickly run through the names of the the industry uh, stalwarts, as you might say, of who will be participating. And you may be drafting against these guys in 
They're going to be best ball drafts that using the FFPC slim format. So that's 18 rounds, no kickers, no V defenses. Um, so we've got Evan Silva from Established to Run, Mike Tagliere from Fantasy Pros, Sigmund Bloom from Football Guys, Todd Burrows from the Run to Daylight podcast, Jeff Manns from EliteFantasy.com, Davis Maddock, SportsGrid.com, Matt Kelly, the Podfather from PlayerProfile.com, Justin Boone from TheScore.com, Peter Overzet from 4for4.com, Mike Shop, who... I don't know him personally, but from what I understand, he's a pretty big deal in, in the Buffalo uh, area. He's, he's a major uh, Buffalo radio personality, and um, he's going to be participating. He's an FFPC uh, player, so it's, it's, he's a new guy to get involved this year. We got Jared Smola and Matt Shaw from Draft Sharks, Bob Lung from Big Guy Fantasy Sports, David Dodds from Football Guys, Bob Harris from Football Diehards. Curtis Patrick and Ryan McDowell share a team. Uh, you got Rotoviz and Dynasty League Football represented there. John Paulson is another one from 4 for 4. Gary Davenport from BleacherReport.com. He won a league last year. Matthew Friedman from Action Network. Shane Hallam from FakePigskin.com. Mike Beers from Rotoviz.com. Howard Bender from FantasyAlarm.com. Uh, with the SiriusXM Fantasy Radio Show fame Roto, at RotoBuzzGuy. Michael Nazarick from FFMastermind.com. Elliot Christ under the um, FadeTheNoise.com joined Brad Evans, who will also be participating in this event. Uh, it's, a, it's a new site that they've launched, so both of those guys from Fade the Noise. We've got Rob Waziak from the FantasyFootballers.com. Jeremy Broand who won a league last year. He's from DynastyFootballFactory.com. We've got Brian Drake and Dwayne McFarland of the Fantasy Football Hustle podcast. Dwayne is actually, he just signed with uh, Pro Football Focus. He's going to do a lot of work over there. And Brian Drake does his written work over at FightingChanceFantasy.com. We've got John Daigle from Rotoworld.com. Alex Dunlap from RosterWatch.com. Josh Hayes from Rotoballer.com. Jake Seeley from TheAthletic.com, who infamously did not draft any kickers last year, but uh, that won't be an issue in 2020 as the slim format, as I said, does not require or does not allow drafting of, of kickers or uh, defense. We've got Graham Barfield, who has moved over to FantasyPoints.com. Uh, we got Addison Hayes. From DynastyLeagueFootball.com. Got uh, Pat Thorman. Michael Leone from EstablishedRun.com. Chris Prince from Rotogrinders.com. Rich Rebar from SharpFootballAnalysis.com. And last but not least, the infamous Nelson Sousa, who is doing some work over at Numberball.com this year. So that is, you know, th that's a premier lineup of industry guys that you can compete against in these drafts there's there's no there's no fluff here this it's it's all <laughs> it's all really sharp guys so it, it's a fun event you know as we said before if you win your pros versus joe's league the prize is a free entry into the 2021 ffpc main event so and that's like a 1900 dollars value so uh, the rewards are big time for um 
winning your league. So it, we've got you know a small. We've got seven leagues this year. It's it's tough to get in, and um, but the the, the rewards cre- clearly mirror the uh, the difficulty of, of of getting into the event and then actually winning the event. So that's that's pretty significant. So that's going to be real fun. The other thing that we have in progress right now is there is a Dynasty Pros versus Joes set of leagues that were launched this year. Now, I don't run these leagues, but they still are, you know, flying under the the, the Pros versus Joes brand or, or flag, so to speak. I think we've got four of these Dynasty leagues um, kind of crossing over the various uh, Dynasty formats that the FFPC offers. You've got just a straight Dynasty format. You've got Superflex Dynasty. You've got Best Ball Dynasty, and then you've got Superflex Best Ball Dynasty. So they've got four of these leagues, same sort of setup, six pros, six Joes. And these ones you could actually sign up for. But as I recall, they, they sold out in literally like two minutes when, when they were announced um, a few weeks back. So uh, you, you had – there was literally people just sitting on their computer trying to – it was like trying to score tickets to a Springsteen concert or something. It was ridiculous. Um but anyway, so we're we're currently participating in the straight dynasty format um, league, and we're currently we're in the twelfth round of this draft, and we're actually on the clock right now at the twelve oh seven, and I am partnering in this league with uh, a gentleman who did some work for FantasyMojo.com. His name is Stephen Polacek. Uh, the Penn State network is strong because I, um, you know, associated with, with, with Stephen through Addison Hayes, actually, who also went to Penn State. And so Stephen is, is um, I th- you know, he, he's one of the, the founding fathers of the, the, the Penn State um, fantasy football club that they have up there. And, and he's pretty well versed. Um, and fantasy and and for a dynasty league, I, you know, typically I'm a lone wolf. I'll do all my leagues, my redrafts, my best balls. You know, I just I know I know what's going on. I'll, I'll just attack them, and um, you know I pretty much take that approach with those leagues. But in a dynasty league, I do like to bounce um, ideas off another person. So this is a good way. Stevens did, did an article for us, uh, diary of of a first time best ball player for the FFPC. That's over on the site. You could check it out. So, but uh, yeah, I'm partnering with him um, in in this team. Just to give you a little bit of a, an overview of what's gone on so far, uh, we came out pretty wide receiver strong with this draft. I think our first four picks were receivers. We went Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, and Kenyon Drake was our anchor at running back. Um we followed that up with Stefan Diggs, mixed in some more running backs who aren't the youngest guys with Mark Ingram and Le'Veon Bell. Um, and then we got uh, at tight end, th- there was a bit of a run on tight end. So we're rolling with Dallas Goddard and Blake Jarwin at, at tight end. Um, at quarterback, we picked up Daniel Jones. We were pretty happy with that. That, that happened last night in the, in the 11th round. So that we think the team's coming along strong, and it's been you know I don't do a lot of dynasty, uh, but it's been very active. You've got a lot of FFPC dynasty 
you know, veterans in here. Blab Mandel, um, you know, quite a few other guys. A couple of the 26ers are in there. They are trying to take advantage of, of, of us pros um, in this league. With the, the other sites that are represented in here is on the pro side. We've got DynastyDraftRoom.com, BroFantasy.com, FFMastermind.com. Um, Rich Rebar is in this with SharpFootballAnalysis.com. And the infamous Dynasty Champ 1, Drake Jordan, is participating in this league. So uh, if you subscribe... TheFantasyMojo.com. You can see, you know, the draft boards are they're up on the draft board page. I, you know, guys are po- check, you know, check out my account on Twitter as well because we, I think I've posted the link to the draft board quite a few times. And like I said, we got another pickup here that uh, at 12:07 that should be pretty interesting. So, but there's in addition to our league, there's uh, Curtis Patrick is also follow him on Twitter. He's putting in feedback for his dynasty league that they kicked off a week prior to, to ours that launched. And I think tomorrow or Monday, uh, the third dynasty pros versus Joe's league will kick off and Shane Hallam and Todd Burroughs are in that. So follow them on Twitter and I'm sure they're going to be filling you in on all of the pre-draft trades and draft picks as they happen. And the last thing I wanted to just go over was some of the things we have over on fantasymojo.com. A lot of people have, in fact, a lot of subscribers seemingly are unaware of some of the features that we we have out there. Not not as an advertisement, but just to inform people of, of what we offer at our site for the FFPC players. There's a lot of sites out there now doing content specific for FFPC. You know, we've been doing it since 2009. A lot a lot of these guys this year, um, you know, they're they're augmenting kind of the things that we do with with player analysis and 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 everybody offers you know their own um variety of content around the ffpc uh obviously the adp is sort of our our hallmark we did it first and i, I think we still do it best so we're just gonna i'm just gonna run down what we have and then i'm gonna highlight some things even if you're a subscriber you know make sure you go check out some of these maybe lesser known features that we have on the site so i uh, will start with the adp obviously we have you know, the ADP for basically every variation of league that the FFPC offers, starting with, you know, the best ball. And then you've got all the variations of best ball. You've got Superflex best ball. You've got best ball slim. You've got best ball slim Superflex. Then we have the Football Guys Players Championship ADP. Starting on Monday, slow drafts for the main event will actually be launching for the FFPC. So we'll have... Uh, the ADP for that as it gets going. First year that they're doing that, a little bit of controversy from some of the players about them doing that. But uh, hey, anybody can jump into a slow. So it's it's if, if you have some concerns about typically drafting late and you know in the lives and now concerns that people are drafting earlier in these slow drafts. Well, there's there's no barrier to entry. You can certainly get pre training camp um, player prices just as well as anybody else if that's the concern. But anyway, we'll have the ADP on that. Obviously, classic redraft, super flex redraft, and then all the dynasty variations of, of ADP. Dynasty startup, dynasty super flex startup, dynasty best ball, dynasty super flex best ball, all the rookie draft ADP from all of those formats. 
I, we got it all. So I'm not telling subscribers anything that they don't already know on that, most likely. Draft boards. So we also carry the draft boards for every FFPC draft conducted online. Um, since day one back in February, we've we've got every draft board uh, available. I mean, it, it typically most people, you know, um, I, I think people are going in there on a daily basis and, and tracking what has happened the, the night before. Uh, that's probably the primary use case for, for using the draft boards. But there's people who like to go back and dive into drafts that had happened earlier in the year as well. And then, uh, you know, they're all broken out by contest type. Uh, they're all colorized. And, and one thing about our draft boards that even the FFPC draft boards don't have is in our draft boards, we actually list the bye weeks of the players and the teams that they're on. You can see, you can just look at a draft board at the end of it and, and see right away who's got bye week issues, which is something that's not embedded into the, the, the draft room draft board over at the FFPC. So I kind of bounce back and forth between them sometimes just for a quick visual on, on who's screwed themselves with too many bye weeks. Um, at, the, at the same position. Another thing we have is specific contest analysis around football guys and the main event competitions. So we'll kind of take deep dives into the, the top finishers of those teams that have won the event and look at the, the you know, where do those teams draft from? Um, what players were on those teams? Were there similarities between the, the top five winning teams? Um, what were their opening round selections? Um, you know, what was their roster composition? You know, then we'll look at, well, what, you know, in the, in the 14, week 14 to week 16 sprint, how many of the top performing players in that, that sprint did those teams roster? So it kind of gives you a snapshot of, of what it takes you know, to make the tournament, and then how do you actually win the tournament? And usually what it comes down to is you've rostered the the overperforming players in that three-week sprint. You know, a lot of people focus just on the draft and think, wow, you know, can, can I win the, the, the contest with this draft? Well, you know, that's just a piece of the puzzle. It's coming up with those players that will excel in, in the three-week sprint. So we actually, you know, on those... In these analysis pages, we'll, we'll give the positional ranking of the player for those three weeks. So that's that's something that I like to uh, to reference when uh, um, I'm looking back at previous year's winners. So we have that data for 2017, 2018, and, and 2019. So that's pretty interesting stuff uh, on that front. Another feature that we have that, that seems to be the biggest Easter egg, I'll call it, um, that it surprises people that we have this, even though... Some people have subscribed for years and and aren't aware of its existence. Is we have your um, we we have we have an analysis of your uh, drafts on the website. So I, I call them your player drafted share report, and we've been doing this actually for a couple years. So if you go to the login page off the main menu, you'll see links there. Will take you to an analysis of your player ownerships for your players, not only across your leagues altogether, but we'll break it down by league type. You're going to come into this share report and you're going to see all the players that you've drafted and then the percentages are going to be identified for. You know, what was the percentage of, say, uh, 
Dak Prescott. So I might have a 15% overall, you know, ownership of Dak Prescott across my leagues. But then we'll break it down. Like, what's the percentage for each uh, contest type? So we the categories are main event, football guys, satellite classics, dynasty, dynasty rookie, best ball, best ball double up, slim best ball, terminator, superflex best ball, superflex classic. And then we have, you know, a, a catch-all other category. No matter what league type you might have entered during the season, we'll... So we do that analysis for every league uh, type that you, that you might have entered. And it's it's very popular feature that a lot of people subscribe to the site specifically just to get this information. So if you drafted a ton of leagues, it gives you a visual of your ownership across the contests and it really helps you see where you might be overweight on a particular player or underweight and helps you helps you keep track if you have that portfolio mindset of wanting to balance things out or if you know you you just want to see where you're at if if you're if you've really been targeting a specific player and you know this will tell you exactly even for myself I was unaware of of how much I was drafting particular players it's it's very helpful in that regard and it may help you balance things out as you move forward. So check that out. That's on the login page. In addition to that player shared report, there's also uh, a link to an Excel spreadsheet that will have all of your team rosters in it that you can download. And this is going to become critical when get into the regular season. And it, it, it could be helpful when you are trying to do your waivers for the year um, each or, or each week. It can help you the FFPC has some tools on their website to help do it, but a lot of guys like to work in Excel, and you can do um, some analysis of of you know what leagues your particular players are in, and and it'll help you um, that way. Another nice thing that we have it's pretty simple, but it's surprising how many times I get asked, you know, do you have player stats for the FFPC for last year? So we have a page up there. It's linked off the home page. And basically, it ranks, it gives you the, the total points scored by every every player in the FFPC format in 2019, um, week by week and total. And it's all color-coded, so it helps you can sort it uh, by position or by, you know, by week, who are the top point scorers. And we actually shade the, the points scored on a given week based upon, you know, point intervals. So if you scored up to... Uh, 10 points it's it's white if it's if you score between 10 and 19 points it's a, it's a darker shade of green and so on and so forth so the really the weeks that players really put up big points you know had spike weeks those are dark green and then you can look at the players and see you know who had the most spike weeks um, you know during the season uh, so it helps you maybe identify who's more consistent or who's more volatile. You know, that a spike week guy might be a best ball target, while a guy who's more consistent, he might be somebody you favor in a you know, your regular season-long um, format. Another feature we have, and it's probably one of my favorites, is the league prize winner page. What we've done is identify the winning team's from virtually every league from the previous year and listed them all on one page. So it lists the league, the guys who won prizes in that. It could be the first place, second place, you know, third place guy. Uh, in addition to, you know, prizes that they might have won in the football guys or main event tournament as well. 
you know, the overall winner then for the the football guys tournament last year is going to have his prize money for winning the tournament, and then you're going to see a, a, a note there that he also won his league prize, um, and so forth. And it actually lists the exact prizes that they won, you know, whether it was cash or credits or, or or whatever. So that that's really cool. But the coolest thing about this is you can click on the draft board for these winning teams. So if I see, you know, Team X won the FFPC main event last year, I can then go and do an analysis of, well, what did this guy do? What was his draft? What? And not only do you have the draft boards, but then you'll have the end of year rosters too. You know, he might have drafted the team one way, but then if you look at the, the end of the year rosters, you can see what players they might have picked up over the course of the year that helped them, uh, you know, have success. So I, I, this, it's one of my favorites, um, especially like in best ball leagues. Um, and this is how I, I, the funny thing is they have a, FPC has a, it's called the big dog draft masters. And they, I think they have three or four of these and they're, you know, uh, $1,250 entry fee at the beginning of the year. I want to see, well, you know, these are the big money leagues. What did the, the premier guys do to win their best ball league? Cause you can look at tons of $35 and $77 teams. So we want to look at the leagues that were the big money leagues and see what guys have done there. And it turns out that Chad Schrader swept his, you know, all the, the big dog draft masters, masters leagues. So that's unbelievable. God came in first for all three of them. And keep in mind that he will tell you, he, he doesn't even do much drafting um, in the preseason. He, he basically comes out of hibernation in, you know, early August or whatever it is. And just hops in and just, you know, dominates. So it, it's really quite impressive um, to have that approach versus all of us guys who are slaving away eight months out of the year, um, you know, getting ready for August and, and the drafts. So pretty neat. You can go anyway, you go and look at all the winners, um, any leagues, you know, Terminators, like how do they do it? Uh, you know, just it, it's you could spend hours floating around in there looking at how how winning teams um, did their drafts and, and what the rosters looked like. Uh, last thing I just want to talk about in, I think it's been pretty popular if you've been following us on Twitter, it's something people have been referencing. It's our football guys, players championship, player stack finder. So what this tool allows you to do is basically select a combination of, you know, two, three, four players that you might have drafted on your football guys, players championship team and determine its uniqueness over the you know, the, the landscape of, of the entire event and, and compare and see if you have, you know, a combination of players that is very specific to just your team or maybe a couple teams have it. And cause, because a lot of players seem to be trying to shoot for these specific team player stacks, you know, for instance, like a Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahone stack, or, you know, um, a Julio Jones, uh, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan player stack, or maybe with even Hayden Hurst, or, you know, it doesn't have to be on the same team. It could be like, I know I drafted a team the other night that was Christian McCaffrey, Mark Andrews, and Aaron Jones. Thing is, like, nobody else in the tournament has that combination of players. So it's if you're, if you're looking towards the, the three-week sprint and, and the, uh, you know, the championship round, it's 
it's interesting to see, you know, what kind of edge you might have. Because as I said earlier in the podcast, you want those players that will really overperform during that three-week sprint. And if you're the only person who has those players, then that could give you a real advantage. Um, you know, and there's an infinite number of combinations, but it's 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 having a little bit of a contrarian mindset, perhaps, um, of ha- of having some uniqueness in in the championship sprint. And when the main event drafts start, we'll you know once we get some leagues in there, we'll we'll do the same thing. We'll have a main event championship stack finder as well. Um, and there's not as many teams in that um, that contest, so uh, you know that that'll be. Um, you probably have more unique teams in there than you will the Football Guys Playership Championship. So that's pretty much it. Uh, we're just going to make our final pick here in the Pros versus Joes Dynasty Draft. And I have heard from my partner, and we are going to go at the 1207 with Antonio Brown. So we've got a real strong core of wide receivers uh, thus far. So we have... Uh, we've got Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, and Stefan Diggs as as a starting, you know, four number ones there. And we're just going to add Antonio Brown on top of that. It's a little bit early, I would say. So in, if you so now I see now I'm using my own ADP, and it's I really have an appreciation for this dynasty ADP, having gone through this this league. Um, the earliest. Antonio Brown has gone off in Dynasty startups is 14-1. So my our next pick, unless we trade up, is slated to be at the 13-11. So we have the 13-11 and the 14-01 picks. But knowing where this, you know, where he's gone in the drafts up to this point, based upon the ADP that we have, he's likely not going to get back to us. I would say maybe. 25% chance. So we'll pull the trigger here. Um, we can afford the luxury given the uh, the wide receivers that we have already. We don't, you know, we can afford to, to let him sit the four to six weeks or whatever um, if he gets a suspension. And we're pretty well balanced already with one quarterback, four running backs, four receivers, and um, two tight ends. So a little bit of a risk, but you know, in high stakes, you got to take risks to, uh, to to pay off. No risk, no reward. So that is it. And uh, follow us on Twitter to keep up to date on more Pros vs. Joe's announcements and continue following this Dynasty Pros vs. Joe's League. All right, see you, folks.